This is Two Beers in a Pod. I'm Chase, and I'm here with Seth. And welcome to the show. Here, two friends get together and talk about what it's like to be out in the world and our take on how to live in it. Discussing anything from the best beer, grooming tips, or the best way to stay trendy. But mostly, it's two friends just having a good time. So kick back and enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Two Beers in a Pod. I'm Seth. And I'm Chase. And welcome to the show. Now, Chase, you know, uh, I was kind of wondering, man, we haven't talked in a little bit. So how was your weekend? Do anything cool? It was uh, pretty chill once again. Uh, <laughs> I know it seems like I'm not doing too much right now, but I think that's because uh, October, I feel like, is going to be pretty busy. Uh, Buffington uh, is going to have two shows that I'm going to try to go to. I'm going to talk to him. I think I'm going to try to MC for at least one of them. Uh, and then I have a, at least two birthday parties, which, like, you know, it's a birthday party. So people are like, is it really that crazy? But they're for adults. And okay, that's that was my next question. You know, <laughs> about like we're talking like, like a 10 year old is going to have like a couple bounce houses because that's get pretty, pretty crazy there. <laughs> No, Wait, it's <laughs> it's it's worse. It's it's for a, a couple of adults right around Halloween. So, <laughs> oh geez, well that'll do it. <laughs> yeah, so it's gonna be pretty pretty packed. Um, and then November coming up. That's my birthday. Woo woo. Oh yeah. Oh, wait, which what what day is your birthday in November? Because I got a November birthday too. The third. The third. Yeah. I'm the ninth. Nice. So far enough away where where we can't get away with a joint birthday party, but I mean, I'll just have two parties. It's no big deal. Yeah, two parties. Yeah, (laughs) they're gonna fly down for mine. (laughs) Because everybody loves cake. (laughs) I'm more of a pie guy myself. I'll be honest. (laughs) You're also a weirdo. A little bit. I won't deny that. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I like pie. I don't think. I, it. I think. I okay. Listen, when it comes to cake or pie, I feel like that goes into the the category of Pepsi or Coke. You know, uh, iPhone or Android. Xbox or PlayStation, kind of like the two, like which which one are you kind of thing. I think cake yeah. or pie is like the undiscussed, you know, debate that needs to happen. Yeah, well, not not to quote the interview, but it's like same same but different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that movie was fantastic. That, movie, that was man. hilarious. <laughs> no, but um, and then I'm pretty sure it's coming up pretty quick, maybe like a month or two. My brother-in-law is also getting married. What? So I'm in that wedding. Um, I'm gonna be an usher. So that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty pretty fun. So. I'm excited, uh, stuff coming up, but you know, I'm trying to figure out 
if because usually like when you're in the wedding um they have you like get the the same jacket as everybody else uh you know or like well however yeah, like... the wedding party is going to dress like even the ushers will dress the same i've been like chomping at the bit to like bust my suit out of out of the <laughs> <laughs> right man it's like i, I don't know man it's, it's always crazy like are they gonna are, i know sometimes they just get all the ties to match or something like that or yeah you know no, I think like everyone does something a little different for those weddings. Yeah, I think I think we're just going to get like I think they're going to do kind of like what I did for my wedding, where we got um, blazers almost, okay, with jeans and boots or whatever. So I don't think it's going to be like a full suit, but I've been trying to bust that thing out because it is a a custom suit. So every chance that I get to wear that bad boy, oh, you're wearing that. Like I'm 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 going for the gold. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you just show up in it and just show everyone up else up, you know, like show up the groomsman himself, like, yeah, I'm a little better dressed than, the, you know, the guy we're here for. <laughs> oh, man. But that, you know, I think, I think, and I know I've said this before, I think that everybody or every man should have at least one good suit. Oh, yeah. At least one. So now uh, with that suit choice, what color do you think it should be? Because like you can never, I feel like you can never go wrong with classic black. Like I, I feel weird showing up. Like if I had to like to go to like a serious thing and I show up to like a funeral in like a white suit. Right. No, like, I mean, I would, I would stay away from black as a, like a, if you okay say you were going for like a suit and you're like okay i'm not a huge suit guy but i want to have at least one just one i wouldn't choose black uh right just because you can't yes black goes with everything but i feel like in the world of fashion if you will and of course this is just my opinion I don't feel, for example, you can wear a black suit to a wedding. Yeah, I can. I can see that. Like, you know what I've mean? seen people kind of do it, but what they'll do is they'll just like change their tie out. But then again, it looks a little weird. Like, right, a whole I, black suit and like a blue or purple tie. Yeah, I feel you know. You, so definitely, when it comes to like picking a suit, especially if it's going to be your first and or only suit. You definitely want to get something that's going to stay in style for a really long time. You know, like you don't want to have a suit that's going to be out of style in like three years. You know what I mean? Something that's like crazy, like off the, like something that's trendy now in 2020 might not be trendy in 2023. And you don't want to be like embarrassed to wear it. You know what I mean? I bring up the black suit again because I'm just saying it also doubles as a sweet Halloween costume. You get two guys in two black suits, Jake and Elwood. You could be the Blues <laughs> Brothers for Halloween. I did it. That's that was my costume in high school, and it was oh solid. <laughs> didn't work at any parties, so you didn't want to ruin my one good suit. But <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. I feel like when it comes to suits, like. 
you gotta you gotta keep a few things in mind. One, pick something that's gonna be trendy for a really long time, like a classic look. Uh, go into it, you know, because yes, I'm a suit owner, but I wouldn't I wouldn't say that I am like an expert on suits, right? But uh, I don't I don't know anyone who is. Right. But even if there's people out there that feel like they are, you know, when you're going in there to get fitted for a suit, you know, uh, you want to go in there with like an open mind, you know what I mean? Because you got to think like when you go somewhere nice, this is what they do nine to five. Oh, yeah. Five, six, seven days a week. You know what I mean? So you don't want to go in there thinking that you know it all i feel like you need to have an open mind for sure and then the guy do it man honestly yeah no i mean have like have insight have input on what you want i got my suit made um you know and he fitted me for it he was like okay what style do you want i was like i want italian cut like ralph rip i knew that because you know the italian cut that's going to be more like streamline i guess to the body right. you know what i mean more like fitted less padding very like well cut like sharp lines you know stuff like that so that was my choice once i told him that i like completely took a step back and was like all right you know do whatever you're gonna do and i picked my color obviously which i went with gray like a charcoal gray that's a classy look like with like a little bit like hint of like the like little spotted black kind of charcoal gray, or is it like like is there texture to it? I should say. No, no, all not necessarily not a shiny, but definitely not like a super flat gray. Right. Like almost like a hybrid, if you will. It's kind of hard to explain, but just you know. Uh, Almost like a lighter charcoal gray, I guess you could say. Okay. But like. Because you no know, charcoal gray is usually like darker, but this is like a lighter charcoal okay. gray. That kind of makes sense. And that would be a classy thing because, like, you can wear that to a lot of things. Like. Oh, yeah. Not tr- and not trying, to be morbid or not trying to be morbid or anything, but I've worn that to a funeral. Oh, yeah. You can wear that to a funeral, you can wear that to a wedding. And also, I think it's, like, how you accessorize it, too. Like, me, whenever I wear, like, a tie, I always wear a tie clip, you know? Okay, yeah. And it's not, it's not just because it looks good. It's because, like, when you're at the buffet at the wedding and you lean over, <laughs> you don't want the tie to go, like, right into, like, you know, the pasta <laughs> right there and be like, oh, sorry, guys, you know, I got the tie. Or, like, you're eating, you lean over, and, like, all of a sudden you got red right. sauce all over you because the tie. Fa- facts. Listen up, people. This is pro tips right here. Like, yeah, it is like, serious. The whole time, you're like, oh, I should have got chicken parm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. No, because, and I, and then I feel like you, you get away from having to do that trick where you take the back of the tie and oh, you tuck yeah. it. You yeah. tuck it, like, inside your shirt. You don't have to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just, like, you're good to go, like, right off the rip. So, um, and then the last thing I would say, like, as a top tip is don't worry about the thread count. I feel like a lot of people get caught up on thread count. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. 
when I picked mine, this is literally how I did it. I went around and I felt all of the different fabrics that he had in the shop. And I like felt it and I stuck my arm in through like the bottom of the sleeve where it made contact with the skin. And I was like, okay, this is the one because it felt good on my skin. Oh, yeah. Well, I think a lot of it too was like because they got like the outside material and they got the inline, you know, the liner of the material. So I think that's also in it too. Like, because I've gotten fitted for a suit before and it was for my friend's wedding. And I was like going to be uh, one of the groomsmen. Yeah. So I was in station in Germany at the time. So I went to like a suit shop to get my measurements to send back to their, his suit guy back there because they already had like all the, the tuxes or the, yeah, the suits picked out. So okay. I send my measurements. And I was like, while I was there, I was looking through, I was like, the guy had like a huge book right? of like just suit material. I'm like, wait, so you're saying like there's, there's like differences between all this? Like this is the outside, this is the inside. Oh yeah. It's like, serious. <laughs> yeah. Was like, this inside feels like silk and it has, you know, pictures of little duckies around the, I kind of want that in my inside of my, my <laughs> right. hair, you know? Yeah. That's <laughs> little rubber duckies inside my suit coat. <laughs> you know, that's classy. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I think Men's Warehouse was doing, um, like, last year or whatever, well, like, before football season got, like, hot and heavy, right. uh, they were doing your favorite team emblem on the inside of the jacket. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah, so, like, if I was, like, I'm a Chiefs fan, it'd be, like, the Arrowhead with KC in it or whatever. Or if it's a Viking fan, like, you know, it was whatever team emblem it was inside the jacket, it was pretty – it's pretty legit. It's pretty legit. Oh yeah. So I would, I would definitely like keep those top three things in in mind, you know, while getting fitted for a suit. So. Oh yeah. All right, guys. Well, it seems like uh, we're reaching a breaking point here. We'll be right back. Hey guys, welcome back uh, to the show. Uh, you know, we, me and Chase have been talking about uh, having suits fitted and, you know, accessories to go along with suits. Now, Chase, for this wedding coming up you have, how are you going to style yeah. your beard? You know, what have you been using? Well, as far as, like, styling it, it's not really long enough to, like, do anything with, per se. <laughs> um, but as far as products, I did get a chance to do uh, a trial of uh, Badass Beer Co., beard products um so when you when you get the trial pack it's you know a very so i mean it's and of course you know not knocking this because it's you know trial size but it's a trial size of whatever oil you pick whatever fragrance you pick you, you can pick like whatever fragrance you want then it's a trial size of beard balm probably about three, maybe four uses of each product, depending on how much product you're using. And then they threw in, you know, a trial size of uh, a beard wash. So with that said, like I said, not taking consideration the size of the trial product that came in the mail, uh, but strictly, you know, usage, I would... I would give them probably 
a seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Yeah, solid like solid uh, product. Just because you know, and this is kind of how I based it, like pricing. Uh, then application, and then longevity. Okay. So, like, how much, how, how it held, or like how it felt yes. on the face. Yeah, like how how it held on the face and how long it it lasted and how well it worked. Right. Like that's... how like how much you know how much work did I have to do to get it to where I wanted to. Right, because I think like the biggest thing like was be- the beards like ours like we kind of have like a bit of curly curl curliness to yes. our beards. Yes. So we always get stragglers for us and it's like me i use pomade like i just use straight pomade get those hairs down because like that's a, that's a quick way to like turn from like hey you look like you've been stuck out in the woods for like a week like <laughs> oh, this guy's looking pretty good he deserves to wear that suit you know <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna call security <laughs> exactly this guy looks like he's ready for the job interview and didn't just walk out of the homeless shelter <laughs> right <You know? laughs> so um Going off of the the beard wash, uh, the beard wash not my favorite, and that's why you know they're getting a seven, which I feel like a seven is still pretty good. Uh, but if if the other two products, like if the beard balm and the oil was no good, then they'd be getting like a five. All right. But the balm, the the balm. The balm and the the oil saved saved it, but because the beard wash, uh, I felt like I had to use a lot of product to get that good lather that I'm looking uh, for. I just kind of um, like the feel of the product there, like because I know I know a lot of people do this. They just use the shampoo they use for their hair. That's what I yeah. Do. Right, and you know we've discussed this before. Um, I'm not knocking that. I'm not saying don't do that. I'm just saying when you can and do buy a beard wash, you're going to see a difference immediately right off the first wash, like straight off the gate. You're going to tell the difference between using like regular shampoo for your hair versus a beard wash. Okay. So like when you go through the car wash and you kind of splurge and get the wax. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, when you spend the when you go from the five to the eight, yeah, yeah. you're just like shouldn't do it, but it's only a buck fifty more for the wax, you know, or the tire yeah. <laughs> Worth it, totally worth it. Oh yeah. So no, but you know, uh, the scents were 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 fine because uh, I did try two different scents. You know, so it wasn't like I used you know one, this one time. I did two different trials. Uh, and, and both of them were the same, you know, the, the beard wash, like, so if I had to give a score on like one out of five for each product, the beard wash would get a two. Oh, geez. Yeah. So that's, you might as well just be sprinkling water on your face at that point. You know, it kind of <laughs> sounds like, you know, well, it's not. Like I said, it was because I had to use so much product to get the lather going and then getting it through like 
you know, the fullness of the beard was a struggle, like because of the lather wasn't there and I had to use more. And then once I got it, like once I went to rinse it, it seemed like it wanted to like lag behind, like it was hard to get out because I right. had to use so much to get the lather that I was looking for. Like it was like you were using some kind of concentrate or something. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of like what it what it felt like. So moving to the beard balm, uh, I would give the beard balm a solid four. Solid four. Now, like for for like people that don't know, and I surely don't know what what exactly is a beard balm? Is it like is it like pomade, or is it like just a sculpting thing, or? Well, so from what I've seen on the market. You know, there everybody has their own recipe that they use, um, but what it boils down to is texture. So, comparing it to pomade, as you would say, I would say it's very close to a pomade, maybe a okay. little thicker, maybe a little thicker, almost like a waxier pomade, if that makes sense. Uh, that makes like pretty good sense, right? Yeah. There. So you you know what I'm saying like you have to apply it. It's easier to apply because it is thicker. Because then you what you want to do is you want to rub that in your palms in your hands and get that to melt down a little bit, get warm, and then you apply it to your beard all through the beard, right? Uh, all through the beard, all down your face, and that's what's gonna get you hold, like to as you called it, you know your stragglers. That's gonna attack your stragglers, keep them in place. But it's also gonna give it like a, a soft feel and help it stay moisturized throughout the day. Um and the reason why I gave it a four is the application was great. The scent the scents were amazing. Um the hold was was good, but I feel like if they were to work on the on the longevity of the hold and it staying moisturizing more without right. me having to like reapply it would get a five right so it's like the scent was pretty okay like it was it was a good good smell but it's like what does it only hold up for like two hours or something and you had to keep yeah applying. something like that well not not necessarily the, the hold the hold would last probably about half a day right, right? but the scent was gone almost you know, within like an hour or two. Okay, so if it was like, if this bomb was gum, it'd be a juicy fruit. Like, yeah, for sure. Instant flavor loss, like in two seconds of chewing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's actually a really great analogy. <laughs> um, and then so the, the oil, the oil, uh, I would give the oil a four. I'd give the oil a four. Um, very, very clean. Very uh, well to use. You know, applied evenly. It didn't leave the my beard feeling oily or giving it that overly shiny look. I know right. some people like that. I don't. I like to like. I like. I'm. A, I'm. I'm more of a naturalist, you know what I mean? Like, I wanted to, like, I want to have something in there, but I don't want it to look like I have something in there. 
So it's like you're, you don't want like the used cars, car salesman of beards, you know, like, you know, like getting that <laughs> shiny hair going. Like, I'll, I'll be honest, when I choose product, I, I kind of like a little bit of a shine. So I'm like, let's see if I can get you put in the, into this new Corolla right here, you know, slightly <laughs> gently used, only driving on Sundays. <laughs> the <Yeah>. perfect. <laughs> and then you get it out of the lot and the wheel falls off. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Hey, it was off the lot, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I did my job. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's good. A harder. <laughs> so, and that's why I give it a 7. Uh, you know, and that just overall because I feel like it has room for for improvement and it has potential, but it needs work. But it's it's better than a six, if that makes sense. Uh, we're getting in point fives here. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um. So it, overall, it was like a good product. If if I tried like two or three more products and I couldn't find one that I liked, I would definitely use them. Okay. So that's kind of like my final say is good for the price. Uh, you know, great if you're definitely looking to me more on the budget side, but you also get what you pay for. Right. So. All right, guys. Well, we're going to take a break and we'll be back after this. Hey guys, welcome back to Two Beers in a Pod. Uh, I know we've been talking about some beard oils, getting fitted for suits and stuff, but uh, you know we're getting down to the the root of the problem here. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen lately all the car shows that have been happening. Like people have been going out to those, and uh, we got one kind of a regularly here at Willie's every Tuesday night, and uh, kind of made me thought of the question: What's your favorite car? How like uh, something I never asked you. Mm, hands down, favorite car, Lamborghini. Oh, really? Right. Yeah, Lamborghini. Uh, I've <laughs> always, I've always been a fan of the Lamborghini. But if you were to ask me, you know, you can pick a car as your dream car, like no money is an issue or whatever. And I'm probably like stereotypical, but I don't care. Ferrari. There's something in the way a Ferrari sounds. Oh, man. It's a beautiful machine. Beautiful. It might not even be the fastest out there because I know there's way, there's cars that are way faster than a Ferrari, but nobody is matching the sound of a Ferrari. Man, so you're going right for these supercars, man. Like, geez. yeah, straight, straight to the, straight to the top, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. like, hey, we look like, uh, like crazy over here. Like, I was just gonna say an El Camino. <laughs> <laughs> I've always loved an El Camino ever since I was a kid. I was just like, it's like a car truck. It's perfect. Small yeah. vehicle. Oh, I have. I've always been a fan of the El Camino, but I mean, we're talking about dream car. Like, if I gave you, if I was like a billionaire, right? And I gave you a blank check to go buy yourself a car anywhere in the world 
any way you had to get there to get it, I pay, I'll pay for everything. You'd pay and for everything? Everything. Like, if you had to go to Thailand to get it, like, I'll pay for the ticket. You go up there. Kind of cars you're... in Thailand. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm just saying. Or Japan, yeah, or a motorbike in Thailand. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like little driving rickshaw. <laughs> you come back. You come back with a moped. I want to be like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> it's not even. It's not even one that you start with a key. It's like one of those pull, like oh, yeah. pull. So it's got like a Honda lawnmower engine in the back. <laughs> like, I got I got a steal my house was five hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. So, rickshaw in the back. <laughs> <laughs> so for real though, anywhere in the world, go pick this car up, have it flown in, whatever. Three, two, one, go. Oh man, it's Dodge Demon. Like, did you see those new Dodge Demons? Okay. No, I haven't seen one yet. I haven't okay. seen one. Is that maybe in like the the class of the Charger? It'd be the Challenger. Yeah. Challenger. Yeah. Okay. Challenger. Yeah. So basically, it's like it was kind of like Dodge's like that Dodge's kind of one off kind of vehicle thing. You know, kind of yeah. like it's basically a mass produced drag car. So, for any lack of the term, like, okay, it only comes stock with one seat. <laughs> wow. You know? So it's okay. like, it's kind of like everything else is in the cage, but you're like, you can get the other seats, you know, they just, they're just a dollar a piece. So, you know, if you want a passenger seat or a back seat, you know, it's a buck. Yeah. And then they got, it's called the Dodge Demon Crate, where it's like, you know, you get the small tires to the front for when you're drag racing and the big tires and all that. Uh, but, dude, that's – it's just like – it's literally like an 80000 or like a $100,000 car that Dodge made on that platform, and it's just insane. Yeah. So that – so that's the car that you would pick. A, a blank check from a billionaire – you're going with your demon. Oh, Dodge Demon. Yeah, dude. Yeah, like, okay. That's, that's crazy. Like, hey, no, I mean, that's, hey, you, it's your car. You know what I mean? Like, you get to pick. Uh, I, cause the reason I asked that is because I have, I feel like you have like supercar or like foreign and then yeah. you have domestic. And my domestic dream car would be the 5.0 Mustang. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, the Fox body. Now, forget question. about it, bro. Like you've seen the Dodge Viper, though, right? Where, yes. where What category would you put that in? Would you put it in a domestic, or would you put it in a supercar? Keep in mind, those things are made by hand. They don't even make them anymore. <laughs> I mean, see, because when I say like supercar, I'm talking about Mc, McLaren. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. I get you. Um. Uh, Rolls Royce. Uh, you know what's another one? Um, Jags, Lambos, Ferraris. Um, you know cars that like 
have a minimum price tag of a hundred and well, really more nowadays. Because I mean, you can you can spend a hundred thousand dollars on a truck. So I'm oh talking like, you know, I'm talking a price tag of like two hundred thousand dollars or more. Like oh, off the rip, you know what I mean? That's kind of well, like, like the category. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, um, but so, but yeah, to go back to answer your question, I would still say it's domestic. I mean, you know, it because when it came out, yes, it it was, you know, a a very fast machine probably had a hefty uh, price tag, but it was also competing with Corvette. Right. Remember? It was Viper or Corvette. Another, like, back in the day, another this or that, like, Coke or Pepsi, Viper right. or Corvette. I feel like for a while, those were, like, head-to-head, like, rivals. Like, which one will you choose? I can, you know I what I mean? I can see that. Yeah, it's like... It, it's kind of crazy, because it's like... You know how Chevy and Ford always have a huge rivalry. Like I yes. found this out the other day. Like remember those uh, Thunderbirds that Ford used to make? Oh. Yes. That... I used to have a Ford Thunderbird. No kidding. Yes. Well, nope. Swear it was my first car straight out of high school. It was a 1992 Ford Thunderbird, 5.0 V8 engine. Nice. You know that used to be the car that Ford put out to compete with Corvette. And the whole, the only reason it like it turned into like the way it was, they were like, "Hey, you know, if we make it into a sedan, we sell a little more." So, uh, you know, now it's a, an executive, you know, kind of right. Yeah, yeah. Now. Like more For of a sure. I mean, era than anything now. And I think that's why, like, that's I think that's where like Cadillac came into play. You know what I mean? Because you yeah, had the Cadillac CTS. That zero to sixty was like three point five seconds. Oh yeah, dude, that's crazy. Well, it's like, you know, you know, GM just went to its parts bin and was like, all right, what can we take off the Corvette to put onto the Cadillac? <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that thing was sick, but it was considered, you know, a luxury sedan. Yeah, that's the word. Luxury sedan. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because of the fact that it was a four-door, you know, coupe almost. Or four-door sedan, not coupe. Coupe is two doors. But right. you know, a four door a four door sedan, but it was luxury because it was made by Cadillac. So the thing rode like it like you were on clouds, but you could also leave somebody in your dust, like if right. you wanted to. So, um, so yeah, I just feel like just going back to what we were talking about. Like I feel like you know, it uh, the Viper was definitely domestic. Like oh, final answer. Was, like it was. I I say it's a domestic supercar that that we had because like that thing was just insane to be to begin with. Like when it first came out, there was like no anti-lock brakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I think AC wasn't even an option. I, I'd have to double check on that. Don't quote me. But you know, yeah. it was, like bare bones, just like all right, let's get this fiberglass body. And just put the right. biggest engine we have and hand built this car. Yeah, because I think if I'm not mistaken, the the Viper was the f- 
one not I'm not gonna say one of the first V12s, but definitely like in that class of V12 because I believe the yeah. one of the first V12 was by not by not by Jag, uh, but the other one, um, like one of the other foreign like Bulls Voice or something like back in the day or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but like way back, like kind of like more classic B yeah. twelve. So, but throwing it into like a domestic part of it, yeah, it's like he was the first like B twelve engine that was like on the market for you know everyday buy. Right. You know what I mean? So, I still think it's a cool car, and I like I like all the cars we've talked about. Honestly, though, you know, we're bringing it up, and you know, I know we were talking about Cadillacs earlier. And do you remember, like, back in the day when they had the Escalade trucks? I always thought that was kind of a ridiculous thing <laughs> I've ever seen. Yeah, I, you know, because I, I feel like when you got a truck, you, you're using it, like, it has a purpose, you know? Exactly. That's just, but that's just how I was brought up. I mean, I don't know. If you want a truck and you want to make it nice, hey, do you, you know what I mean? Right. But if I'm going to own a truck, like I'm taking it fishing, I'm taking it hunting, I'm not putting rims on it. Like it's made to, it's made to get me to my secret fishing hole. You know what would I mean? You take, would you take that Escalade truck to your fishing hole? Is it no. <laughs> no, because it was a nice truck. It was a nice yeah. truck, but it's like, could I rely on it to get me through this? hidden spot in the woods that nobody knows where I'm at. (laughs) (laughs) And I had, I have no signal. I have to rely on my truck. You know what I mean? That's kind of like my goal when I, when I buy a truck. Right. So, you know, kind of take us back to a couple of episodes ago. If you, that day we got stuck fishing (laughs) and you were in an Escalade truck, how bad would you feel if that got wrecked? (laughs) I think I'd be divorced. I'd be divorced. (laughs) (laughs) oh man alright guys well that's all the time we have today Uh, tune in next week and until then stay safe well that's all the time we have today thanks for joining us and we hope to see you next week until then stay frosty